Hello. Welcome to Close Encounters with my inner child. In this episode, I will share what contributed to my inner child's belief that she was unlovable, how it impacted my adult in her marriage to the same man for 36 years, and what we did to heal this erroneous belief and the positive impact this had on our marriage. Even though my husband has been with me throughout my 20-year healing journey, I was not feeling particularly close to my husband. I was off from work and had the following day off, which was unusual. Some part of me was deeply concerned about the quality of our marriage. Even though my husband and I are compatible in many ways, in some important ways, we are different. One of those areas of our marriage happened to be spirituality. It appeared our autonomy in this area left a disconnect and emptiness. I spoke to my husband on the way to our chiropractor about a spiritual teacher I listened to and what I had learned from her. He seemed so disinterested. He wanted to just listen to his rock music. That triggered my inner child who was ignored by her father who preferred to watch TV instead of listening to her or giving her healthy attention that she required. After a hard day of work or on Sunday afternoon when the football game was on, this was hard for him to provide, especially when his own father abandoned him and his mother when he was a child. Instead of parenting my inner child, asking her what she believed and why she believed it, my adult asked her husband if he got anything from what she shared with him. He said, I heard you. My inner child felt upset, but not to the degree that she usually does. My adult believed she was in charge. She thought telling her husband she might as well have talked to a brick wall would get his attention. It did not. He was like a stone wall in the moment. Joyce Meyer was the amazing spiritual leader my adult was learning from on YouTube. My adult heard a lot of her powerful teachings. She thought that sharing them with her husband could bring them closer to each other. In the moment, what her husband said seemed to trigger the belief that she was that he was the wrong man, that she was with the wrong man. Thank God my adult remembered how Joyce Meyer said in one of her videos, if you are dissatisfied with the man you have, turn him loose. I'm sure some lonely woman would love to have him. Later that day, when my adult returned home from her father's appointment, she prepared her lunch. 
While the food heated up on the stove, she put her pooch outside. She said hello to her husband briefly, who was down the basement working on a project. After bringing the dog in, she started eating her lunch. Her husband came upstairs to watch TV with her, even though he had already eaten his lunch. They laughed a lot together while watching Leave it to Beaver. My adult child learns many life lessons she missed while growing up from that series. She also learned from Father Knows Best and My Three Sons. When the show ended, her husband went back down the basement to continue working on his project. She cleaned the house and balanced their joint checking account until it was time to rest. After my adult took her rest and took care of her dog, she thought to Google marital, marital compatibility. She found a compatibility test with 77 questions, some of which were very confronting. She felt compelled to answer how satisfied she was in all aspects of their relationship. Instead of answering on their website, she copied all 77 questions and pasted them into her phone's note page. The questions helped her to identify where she and her husband were falling down in their marriage and where they were doing well. She answered mostly satisfied for the majority of the questions. The one she answered somewhat satisfied or not at all satisfied, she knew would not be easy to face, be with, accept, and overcome the blocks. She questioned her husband about the aspects of their marriage she believed they were totally dissatisfied with and were neglecting. She tried feeling him out for her inner child. According to her inner child's attention-seeking mind, he seemed totally disinterested. My adult thought to ask her husband if he was disinterested in the conversation or if he was still waking up. He answered he was still waking up. My adult was on the ball, thank God. While he took time to wake up, my adult thought to create positive affirmations out of the 77 questions. Here are some of the affirmations she created. My non-negotiable requirements are met in this relationship. My vision for my life is supported in this relationship. My life purpose and mission are supported in this relationship. I am willing to live the rest of my life with everything exactly the way it is in this relationship. I am no longer settling for less than what I really want in this relationship. We are in alignment regarding money and future plans. I see, I can see myself growing older and happy in this relationship. She felt something shift 
within her. But in that moment, she had no idea that she was the one that was going to be woken up, not her husband. She, he was her spiritual teacher. My adult started interacting with her husband who had received a package from Amazon. Before they started to cook dinner together, she asked what the package from Amazon was. He said it was a package of wildflower seeds that attract bees for pollination. Her husband has gotten into gardening in his early retirement. My adult told him she thought it was neat that he likes to garden. In the moment of vulnerability, she asked him if she could join him when he plants those seeds. Just then, her husband, who she believed did not have a romantic bone in his body, said, I would like to do anything with you. Tears of joy and shock came to her eyes. She realized that the affirmation she created out of the 77 questions shifted her erroneous belief that she and her husband were not as compatible as she believed they should be. This was the fastest shift in consciousness my adult child has had yet. My adult asked her husband for my inner child's benefit. Does this mean that you want me to garden with you? He said yes. He was baffled as to why she felt she had to ask to join him opposed to just joining him. She told him she thought it was impolite to invite herself. She told him she thought that waiting to be asked honored his autonomy. Her inner child did not want to just jump in because her help was not welcome as a child. My adult and her husband felt so much closer to each other after she heard him say he would do anything with her the way they felt after this interaction reminded my adult of how they felt toward each other and about each other when they were first dating and just married before children. It was one of the most simple, pure, magical, ordinary, satisfying moments in their marriage. Shortly after this beautiful interaction, my adult realized and then explained to her husband that gardening together would be a spiritual activity. It could nourish a spiritual relationship she and her inner child wanted and believed he needed as well. He was actually delighted to learn this from her. She added that growing things helps them make a connection to life and shows reverence for life. She playfully told him he may need to remind her of this 
if and when she comes across an ugly bug or worm in the dirt and wants to run for the hills. A week came and went. My adult and her husband did not garden together. When my adult heard her husband tell her he gardened without her, her inner child was ready to react. She quickly jumped to an erroneous conclusion that my husband's, that my adult's husband lied to her because my adult's husband has been down this rocky road before. He reassured her that he planted those seeds before they committed to gardening together. For the time being, she settled down. My adult spent time gathering a lot of information from helpful YouTube videos and practicing what she learned from spiritual masters and mental health professionals. <clears throat> One of the spiritual leaders my adult had been listening to a lot on YouTube was Eckhart Tolle. He wrote many famous spiritual books. She tried to read The Power of Now about 15 years ago. That was before she did a lot of inner work and before she had a connection with her inner child. As I said in previous podcasts, all hell broke loose when she tried to raise her consciousness and affirm a wonderful life before reparenting her inner child that she wanted nothing to do with. She and my inner child had a hard time listening to Eckhart Tolle, slow, methodical tone of voice, which included a German accent. Listening to Eckhart Tolle encouraged my adult to listen within herself more. Listening within has led to a desire to heal the pain body, as Eckhart Tolle calls it. This is a name he uses for the memories that are locked in the body that keep resurfacing. I created affirmations from his teachings, such as, I am feeling the aliveness of the inner body. I am present to every cell of my body. I am consciously inhabiting my body. I'm realizing there is a power within that transcends the personal circumstances. I was then guided to and listened to a YouTube video called Pain, Addiction and Suppression. A woman named Rowan Garlow helped me understand that I could be addicted to emotional pain and that, that this has been a huge part of my life. I thought I was listening to this video to help my youngest adult son. He has been experiencing physical pain throughout his entire life that is equivalent to the emotional pain 
my inner child and adult have endured. After rocking my inner world in a gentle way with her information, Rowan Garlow mentioned a type of therapy called somatic therapy to help. I was guided to another YouTube video by Carrie Morton. That's Carrie with a K. She is someone who has delivered spot on helpful mental health information to many on YouTube. This particular video is called What is Somatic Experiencing in Trauma Therapy? This video led me to look into it. I found a place that offers this therapy. I hope they accept insurance. If not, I hope I can afford this therapy out of pocket. I'm sure the healing benefits in all areas of my life will offset the cost of this therapy. By Friday of that week, I felt one with all of life and beautiful inside and out as I got ready for work. I walked my pooch before I drove to work. I had some time when I got home from the walk to listen to a YouTube video. This short video was called, What is Intimacy Anorexia? After watching this five minute punch in the gut, I believed it was a big mistake. When I listened to it, I heard this man describe my husband. I also heard him describe me. This apparently led my pain body to emerge from the time I dated my husband 40 years ago to the present. I was surprised I was able to handle it with grace for the most part. Then I noticed another YouTube video called Intimacy Disorders, Love Addict, Love Avoidant, Toxic Relationship Cycle. I hoped it would help combat what I listened to earlier. This video triggered the pain body to go from unpleasant to God awful. My inner child heard what she was supposed to receive growing up and did not. My adult heard what she should have received in her loving marriage, but did not. It helped my adult recognize what has been at the root of her marital issues. My adult was weathering this mounting storm within her while at work. She was able to focus for the most part on the tasks at hand, but her lunch break, uh, before her lunch break, she was guided to another YouTube video called Married and Alone. Dr. Douglas Weiss was a guest of Dr. Frida Cruz a Christian minister and psychologist. She interviewed this man about his book. What my adult heard hit way too close to home. It did not even help her to know 
she was not alone with this problem. On the way home from work, my adult was convinced her marriage was in trouble. Her inner child wanted to dodge this bullet, forgetting how far they had come in their marriage. My adult went home believing her husband did not love her the way he should. She entered the front door with the idea of testing her husband. She would give him a chance to say hello to her. And when she came into the house, instead of always being the one to initiate, she's always the one to say hello first to him and her son. She normally asks about their day, but no one asks her about hers. Her husband told her a while ago that he does not initiate conversations because she asks about his day and tells him about hers automatically. In all honesty, he's not wrong about that. However, she was pretty upset after listening to those YouTube videos earlier. She felt justified in letting herself see if he loved her or not. My adult's husband did not say anything to her when she came into the house because he and their adult son were cooking dinner in a small, busy, messy kitchen. My adult child ignored her husband and son. She grabbed clean poop bags from the top of the fridge and took the dog out for his walk without as much as a hello or eye contact. When she returned home from the walk, she was still annoyed. She was trying to punish her husband by not talking. Some men, including her husband, might believe this was a blessing. My adult felt the sense of separation going on inside. It was awful that my child was being impossible. My adult's husband came to her while she was plating her dinner he had cooked because he sensed something was wrong. My adult cared. My inner child did not care. She was in an anorexic mood. She was wanting to make him pay for all the times he did not provide her the emotional support she needed growing up that she believed he would provide. My adult tried to talk with her husband about intimacy anorexia. She tried to explain why she was upset she told him they exhibited nine out of 10 symptoms. When she went to get the list to show him, she reviewed it privately first. My adult realized that her husband had, that her and her husband had grown leaps and bounds since he exhibited the amount of symptoms on that list. Instead of showing him the list, she threw it out. She did let him know she doesn't like being ignored. He said he does not ignore her. 
my adult gave examples of what ignoring looks like to her. He did not fight with her. He also did not agree. My adult meditated and stayed by herself for most of the evening. It was hard to go to bed mad. Some part of me felt okay enough to sleep and some part of me was annoyed and still wanted to punish my husband by withholding love. When I woke up in the morning, I prayed, meditated, and wrote in my journal as usual. Out of nowhere, a thought hit me hard. I remember hearing it years ago. I cannot heal a problem with the same consciousness that created it. I quickly realized I cannot heal anorexia by withholding love. I also realized I had fabricated the whole horrible story. I ran to my husband and told him the thought that came to me. I told him that means I'm responsible for what I believe about you and me and our marriage. We started to get closer after that. We did Qigong together as usual. After that, my husband started watching The Monkees, a show he and my adult watched while they were growing up. We both like music, even though the show itself is very silly. We went to the kitchen to cook our breakfast. We continued our conversation about music he liked while growing up. While my adult closed the refrigerator door, she turned around. Just then, her husband's knuckle and her nose collided. She asked her husband why he did not apologize to her. She noticed he doesn't apologize to her. He told her in a playful way it was not his fault. My adult asked, do you mean to tell me that my nose hit your knuckle? He wanted to laugh, but she was being serious. He then said to her in a matter-of-fact way, unlike you, I do not apologize for things that are not my fault. Ooh, that was hard to hear. My adult was trying to find the humor in the situation. My inner child, who had learned to blame herself for everything to avoid physical and emotional painful beatings, was stunned. She spent most of her adult life wondering when it would be her time to be respected. My adult went to the couch to eat breakfast with her husband and enjoyed watching The Partridge Family, another show we watched from childhood. We talked in between commercials about music groups we listened to while growing up and how we came to start listening to them. We even revisited the idea of gardening together. 
My husband said, we need to prepare the flower beds before planting the seeds. When the show finished, we had an even more enjoyable, intimate conversation that led to physical intimacy. My adult asked her husband if he thought she was pretty. She asked him because he never told her she was pretty ever. Once again, the man she believed did not have a romantic bone in his body said, I always think you're pretty. My inner child, an adult, just remained. It then made sense to my adult why her husband did not feel he needed to tell her she was pretty. Why would he need to if he always thought she was? Since that interaction, it has been easier for my adult to be present to the pleasant sensations in her body and has felt more connected to her husband. Her inner child is not in the bedroom. Later, we got up and started in on our plans for the day. My adult's husband asked her to help him with a paint project that would only take a few minutes. We felt so in sync with each other, she agreed to help him. After we finished that project, my adult's husband cleaned his brushes while she told him about an idea she wanted to try with her sewing project. My adult's husband, who never tells her what she does right, came over with a smile on his face from ear to ear and told her what a good idea it was. My adult noticed his little boy. She acknowledged him playfully because she recognized he was playing with her. They embraced as my adult thanked him for listening to and hearing what she said the night before and applying the suggestion that helped us to reap the reward of boundless joy in the moment. The intimate experiences we have had with each other reminded me of what I read in a book called The Six Pillars of Self-Esteem back in 1999. The author Nathaniel Brandon said how important it was for each partner's inner child to get along in the relationship. I can tell you from my experience in each of these interactions I shared with you that my husband's inner child and my adult's inner child were getting along each time. We went outside to clean the flower beds and prune the dead rose stems and leaves that were eaten by bugs or attacked by fungus. I realized that my husband's adult child and my adult child were doing on the outside 
what was reflected, the work that we had done internally. We have grown enough together to parent our inner children so we each experience a deep sense of satisfaction during our healthier interactions. This proves to me he loves me. Thank you for listening.